Two Lit Chicks Book Bites with Julia and Ed. Hello and welcome to another Friday Book Bites quiz. We have Lucy Hoft with us today. We are going to have a quiz by Lucy. She has prepared us a quiz and I'm very excited. Uh, can you tell us the theme of the quiz, please, Lucy? Yes, so um, I am the author of the Sarah Black Spy series and the books, there was hopefully going to be five books in the series and each one has a different place setting. And the place and the setting has always been really important to me. Um, And I've always sort of thought of it as a little bit like an extra character in the book. Um, So my quiz is about um, novels with very distinctive places and to see if you can guess the novel from a quote about the place. Well, we've had a chat with you, which listeners will have heard on Wednesday, all about um, your incredible life going around lots of places. So that's a very fitting theme. So I'm excited to see what you come up with. Great. (laughs) I hope I've pitched it right. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's get going. All right, so question one, there are two points available for author and title because the place is mentioned in the quote. They drove south out of a dark haze of cypress trees, and Florence suddenly appeared in the Arno Valley, resplendent under golden June light. Ulysses stopped the car and got out. He raised his hand and saluted the city as Darnley had done before. Claude took flight, and the blue of his feathers against the terracotta rooftops was an electrifying sight. So you need the title and the <laughs> Oh, so not the place. The place, like, I, I, the place is Florence. Said. Yeah, you said the place. The place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. It's a good start. So on title and oh, author. What could that be? Yeah. It's a recent book. It had a, the blue bird that is described in that sentence is on the cover of the book. Quite recent. One of my favourite books of recent years. Okay. Answer now. Any guesses? I have no idea. Nothing. Ed? Um... No, he's got, um, no, he's got nothing. <laughs> that is Still Life by Sarah Winman. You, you know what is so annoying? I was going to say that. I, that is exactly oh, the book I was going to well, say. That's, and that's, I what didn't... Pe- that's what people always say, Julia. <laughs> I was going to say oh, that. No, 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 I did, because I was thinking, I, th- I was thinking, was there a blue bird on the cover of that book? And that I was going to say, oh, you uh. Okay, I will not. Anyway, it's an amazing book, and it very much Florence is very much part of the book, so I highly recommend it to your listeners if you can't like it. All right, number two. Uh, So three points available here for place as well as author and title, and I'm going to give you a clue because I'm going to read it in a card Irish accent. And my great apologies to any Irish people. Amazing, (laughs) absolutely amazing. The pub is warm and beery. Grog glasses, drained, foam-stained, scatter sticky veneer. Red wine lips, happy breath, a slurry of slurring, laughter like gunfire cracking off the wood panels, mirror walls and ranks of whiskey bottles. Bar talk is all of theology and adultery, literature and death, soap and sausages. Everything and nothing discussed or daydreamed over a quick cheese sandwich. A nothing all day, but the stuff of life, infinitesimal yet essential all the same. All right, so we've got place, author, book. Any guesses? Hmm. Ireland? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go like with the first Irish author that comes to mind. I'm going to go with Maggie O'Farrell. It's not her, is it? No. No. Okay. I think she's less rambling. (laughs) Hmm. 
This is like the classic Irish rumble book. It's. I mean, it's obviously not the city. James, it's obviously not James. I know, city. I'm, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Dublin for the city. It's Dublin is correct. There's a point I, for Julia. Ed, what was that you said? I was about to say Dublin. Um, I was going to guess just James Joyce and uh, James Joyce and Ulysses. It's correct. Oh, that's it what is. I guessed. That's what yes. I guessed as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. God. There we go. There Yay. we go. Okay. Very I good. Got, Three I got three points. points. Excellent. Brilliant. All right. Here we go. We've got two points coming up again, author and title, because again, the name of the place is in the first line. And I'm going to do some sort of like Cod American accent for this. So, Julia, my apologies. I can't wait. And also the rest of your nation. <laughs> Dead in the heart of Lee County, between the Ruellen coal camp and a settlement called the Right Poor, the top of a road between two steep mountains is where our single wide was set. I wasted more hours up in those, mount- those woods than you want to count alongside a boy named Maggot, wading the creek and turning over big rocks to being mighty. I could go different ways, but definitely a Marvel hero is preferable to DC, Wolverine being a favourite, whereas Maggot tended to choose Storm, which is a girl. Okay, so we are in Lee County. Does anyone know the author or the title? This I mean, is a I very w- recent book that's had oh, a lot. Is it? Oh, recent. Lee County. Oh, oh, it's not where the crawdads sing. By no, no, it's not. That was going to oh. be on my list, but it's not that one. It's an even more recent book than that. Oh. It's this year. It's been winning prizes. This is, this is a problem with only reading uh, crime, SFF, and horror. <laughs> I, need to, I should probably keep up with other books if I have a books podcast that involves right. other books. Um, it's ju- it won the Pulitzer Prize. It won the Pulitzer Prize, and it's just won the Women's Prize for fiction. Oh, 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 okay. Barbara Kingsolver. <laughs> Barbara Kingsolver? Yes. Yes. And the, the name of the book is... Oh, it's a bird. No, no, it's... Is it a bird? No. Uh, it's a snake. Oh, well, snake. it's a it's a play on David Copperfield. A oh, copper, the Copperhead, or no? Yes, yes, Copperhead. Yes, is it? Demon Copperhead. Demon Copperhead. Yes. that's it. Yes. It Whew. Okay. I tell you what, I'll I'll only take one point for that. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> <laughs> there You've was a lot. Of... <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of leading down a path for that. Um... So. <laughs> Leading down a path. Okay, the next one I, I, I'm backing you to, to get. I think it's going to get easier now. All right, so two points available um, because the, the, the location is not uh, very specific, but it's beautifully described. Uh, so points for author and title here. The car broke free from the tunnel of trees, revealing the chateau, a grand mansion made of tufo stone, glimmering sandy yellow in the mid-afternoon sun. Verdant creepers snuggled into the lower walls. Stella counted five turrets with grey tile roofs like witches' hats. It looked so picturesque, so romantic. A shiver of excitement ran through her body despite her apprehension. She imagined how she would photograph this place in the early morning light with the sun's first soft rays making the building glow. Any guesses? Well, I know it. <laughs> Ed? Uh, what are we looking for? Sorry, title? Title and author. Title and author. Uh, can you read it out again, please? I could. <laughs> <laughs> Julia knows it straight away. Have you got any I, guesses? That's a, uh, that's, it's a big hint for you, Ed, that I know it straight away. That you know it straight away. Like photography. 
Um, is, it a, is it a Marion Keys book? I know Julia's a big fan of Marion Keys. Got a character called Stella in it. Oh wait, hold! Is it Julia's book Shooters? It's Julia's book Shooters. Okay, I I won't take any points for that because you literally just told me. <laughs> In my defence, so I so I I read a, a beta of Julia's book Shooters about like two years ago or something. So my memory is very it's very shot on that. But I, yeah, I probably should have guessed that. I probably should have guessed that. But I I will take no points for that. But um. <laughs> and thank you <laughs> this one might be another tricky one but we'll see um, again whether you can use your imaginations the humidity hits like a brick wall stepping out of the plane onto the rickety staircase Sarah flinches at the face on a front air thick enough for gills and the smell a clamorous cooking pot of sap hot tarmac and blossoming mould blood rushes to her skin and her sweat pores crank into overdrive to match the atmospheric dampness a giggling red-faced stewardess pushes her through the door. Welcome to Freetown. She thinks, is this your first time, love? Uh, yeah. Sarah answers between deep gulps of air. What you here for? Diamonds or do-gooding? Neither. Really? Well, see you on the way out. So the description there is Freetown, which is the capital of Sierra Leone. <laughs> Any guesses on the boat? I, I think I might have a good idea on this one. I think, is, is it... Is it is it the head of the snake? It is, it is. Julia. Well done, Lucy Hope. <laughs> there we go. Ah, good thing I looked on Amazon before. We got... <laughs> oh. there we go. Two points. Ed, did you get that? I mean, obviously you did. You can just say yes. Uh, no, I, I am. I'm nothing if not an honest man. Um, I'm nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I didn't. I need to be thinking a bit more cleverly here, and just I should have just been saying your name every single every single question. <laughs> All right, that that is the that's the end of mine and Julia's book. So unfortunately, said so that's not going to help you. <laughs> okay. Have, have you have you um, hacked my laptop and got and got a quote from my book? I haven't, not yet, but I'll come back again and do one of yours when it's ready. I mean, you are a spy, <laughs> so you know, should have should have been able to. Do I've that. got my people on it, but your your password's too good. Uh, <laughs> his ten-year-old laptop is yeah. very well encrypted. <laughs> MI six is not what it used to be. <laughs> no, not sure it ever was. <laughs> All right, question number six. This is a very short one. We've got three location, title and author up for grabs. And um, if it's not immediately obvious, I'll give you the location and then see whether it jigs any memory cells. So the quote is, only an island as lackadaisical as this would allow itself to be infested by such troops of casual and impertinent goats. Now, I'm. Um, is it something like um, Louis de Bernier? Yes. Louis de Bernier, um, uh, Captain Crowley's Mandolin and Kefalonia. Yes. Yes. Three points. Woo! There we go. Ed? I was about to say um, Captain Crowley's Mandolin, but only because Julia had just said Louis de Bernier. So I don't think I should take any points on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 as soon as you said Louis de Bernier, I was like, well, it's obviously Captain Crowley's Mandolin. And then, but no, that's, that's not, that's not a thing. I won't take any points on that. <laughs> Oh. Okay, this one's for you, Ed. Number seven. Uh, two points available title. Don't say that, because then if I don't get it, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm backing you. I have confidence. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I should like to save the Shire, if I could. 
Though there have been times when I thought its inhabitants too stupid and dull for words and have felt an earthquake or an invasion of dragons might be good for them. But I don't feel like that now. I feel as long as the Shire lies behind, safe and comfortable, I shall find wandering more bearable. I shall know that somewhere there is firm foothold, even if my feet cannot stand there again. I like the way the one for me is is obviously one Julia will get because it has the word Shire in. So every single person in the, every single person in the world will get this. <laughs> I know. I was going to take it out, and then I thought, okay, well, I'm going to trip over yeah. my word. Although, actually, yeah, I guess, well, there's, there's two books it could be, I guess. Yeah, um, I mean, it, right. it, it is, it must be The Hobbit, right? Other one? <laughs> I was saying the Lord, of the, last one of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's oh. the, fellowship, the Fellowship of the Rings. Fellowship the first the one. Ring. Oh, that was the okay. first one. Yeah. Damn. And the author? Tolkien. Um, Okay. There we go. I get, well, I get one point at least. Was it author and. There's your point. There's your point. I knew I'd be able to find, find one. <laughs> okay. Didn't even get right, the, the book, right? <laughs> <laughs> the next one is um, it's a, it's a book I haven't read for years, but it, all I really remember about it is that it's amazing on place. Um, so it's one that if you've read it, you will definitely get straight away. And if not, then you'll. Um, have no idea, but you can laugh at my. I've got another accent for you coming up. All right, this time we're going, we're going to the south because we're going to Savannah. Ooh. Okay. For me, Savannah's resistance to change was its saving grace. The city looked inward, sealed off from the noises and distractions of the world at large. It grew inward too, and in such a way that its people flourished like hot house plants tended by an indulgent gardener. The ordinary became extraordinary. Eccentrics thrived. Every nuance and quirk of personality achieved greater brilliance in that lush enclosure than would have been possible anywhere else in the world. Does anyone have any clue about a book I, set in I have an educated guess here because yeah. it's, well, it's one of my favorite books if it's true. Um, is it Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? It is! Oh my god, I got one! I got one! <laughs> well, done. Yes. well done! Yes! Yes, yes! Two points to Ed. Oh, I actually got one. I'm not. I do know something about books, listeners. I do know something about books. Yes! I know something about books. Uh. <sighs> I said Forrest Gump, so I did not get it right. <laughs> yeah, no, could have been, could have been. Right part of the world, right accent. <laughs> oh, my shame is mildly ameliorated. All right, I think you, you might. I think you might have a good go at this one as well. Ed. Um, so here we go. We've got three points available. The location is, uh, I hope, quite easy, but it's up for grabs. And the title and the author. Okay. Now that NASA can talk to me, they won't shut the hell up. They want constant updates on every Hab system, and they've got a room full of people trying to micromanage my crops. It's awesome to have a bunch of dipshits on Earth telling me a botanist how to grow plants. I mostly ignore them. I don't want to come off as arrogant here, but I'm the best botanist on the planet. I'm going with The Martian. Yep. Mars, obviously. Yes. <laughs> I can't, can't remember the name of the author, though. Um, uh, the Martian, I should know this because it's a great sci-fi author. Um, it is. And he was self-published. Oh. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's it's a brilliant Andy Weir. Yes, it is. Well done. He's done yeah, a book after points. that, which whose name I've forgotten, um, but it's really, really good. Have you read it? What? Oh, what's it called? The book he did after The Martian. 
Oh, um, Hail, Hail, Hail Mary, Hail Mary. Um, okay. Oh, it's, abs it's even better than Martian. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, very good. Yeah. Uh, Great. Yeah, no, we, we were listening to it as an audiobook in the car and it's got some absolutely filthy language and my kids were in the back sort of getting redder and redder and redder. Well, they got to learn it somewhere, right? <laughs> well, exactly. It's better that they, you know, it's in a sort of control safe environment with a good story. It's literature uh, darling. <laughs> it's literature, exactly. Uh, so number 10, last, last one. This one, um, again, I'm going to give you the place. Um, so it's just title and author. Um, the place is Maycomb, Alabama. Um, and I'm going back, back to my southern cod accent, I'm afraid. Uh, so Maycomb was an old town, but it was a tired old town when I first knew it. In rainy weather, the streets turned to red slop. Grass grew on the sidewalks, the courthouse sagged in the square. Somehow it was hotter then. A black dog suffered on a summer's day. Bony mules hitched to hoover carts, flicked flies in the sweltering shade of the live oaks on the square. Men's stiff collars wilted by nine in the morning. Ladies bathed before noon, after their three o'clock naps, and by nightfall were like soft tea cakes with frostings of sweat and sweet talcum. Oh, what a description, um, yeah. huh? Uh, isn't that amazing? There are ladies like soft tea cakes with frostings of sweat and sweet talcum. It's it. just incredible language. That is well, I, I know, I know it. Ed, I'll let you say it. Um, this is just an educated guess. Um, I don't, I don't think it's set in there, but I'm gonna. But is it To Kill a Mockingbird? Hopefully, it is To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Definitely. As soon as you said Maycomb County, I mean, I was like, okay. I know. Yeah, I thought yeah. uh, Maycomb is, a, is, I believe, a made-up place, but I was, yeah, I was yeah, wondering yeah. if. It was oh, of course, it yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I'm so unobservant. Uh. <laughs> Okay. Was that three points or two? Oh, it's only two. Uh, there was two because the, the place was given in the, in the opening. So two for, for Harbourley and... What, were the, what was the total number of points? There were 23 total points available in that. How did you do? I did 17 out of 23. That is very respectable. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I got 11. That's not bad. Sort of half. <laughs> I feel. I feel like second. I feel like you rewrote second, the second half, half. Was stronger, wasn't it? You rewrote the second half of the quiz as you were going because you felt bad for me that I was doing so badly. <laughs> so you were like, "Let's throw in a sci-fi novel. Let's put in the, the Fellowship of the Rings, which I didn't even get. <laughs> Let's put in one of the most famous books ever written, To Kill a Mockingbird." <laughs> <laughs> I did. I tested out on my husband, who's an extremely well-read um, individual. And at the first draft, he was you know, got almost nothing. I was like, okay, I've, I've really made this too difficult. <laughs> so yeah. I did put in some, some classics. I'm not very well-read. I'm just, I'm just a genre man. So, um, and a few old classics. But what I loved about that quiz, apart from the awesome questions, um, was your accents. Um, you, you said, <laughs> oh, it, on Wednesday, you were like, I'm definitely not a spy. And yet you nail every single accent. So, uh, <laughs> in, interesting hmm. <laughs> well make that what you will <laughs> <laughs> well i love that quiz because i won so that was great was wonderful <laughs> there you go <laughs> sorry ed you can take the girl out of america but you just can't take the american out of the girl so, what? Well, that right. sounds like it's from a novel that's another one what book is that from? <laughs> <laughs> yet to be written awesome. <laughs> 
Oh, well, thank you so much for that awesome quiz. And uh, we wish you the absolute best of luck with the Kelp Forum and also with the Sarah Black series. Uh, we hope to see that uh, on shelves in the UK soon. And uh, yeah, that was great. Thank you. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love listening to the podcast. I love the quiz. I love the book bites. Um, it's really a great, great pleasure to be part of it. Um, so yeah, please. Please keep it up and keep me entertained on my um, empty Namibian beaches listening to the two of you chat. <laughs> two Lit Chicks is a podcast about the books that change lives. Julia Bodger and Ed Crocker chat with well-known authors about the stories they've loved. Find us on all major podcast platforms or go to our website at twolitchicks.org. Thanks for listening.